Today's episode is all about the cost of comfort. I think it's a really good thing to be comfortable in our business, but at what expense? So today we're going to be talking about how to maybe avoid some um, frustrating situations. <laughs> um, when we get too comfortable, we get complacent. And when we get complacent, that's where things start to slip. And so hopefully today's episode is going to encourage you all to stay on top of your game, give you some creative ideas on how to do that, and also inspire you to um, stay fast forward in your thinking and how you plan out your business through the year. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Emily. We are licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties, aka us, who have a cocktail or two and converse about our journey in the treatment room. Our goal is to start changing the mindset of estheticians by sharing our vulnerabilities and business strategies to let you know that you are not alone and you can have it all. Cheers! All right, guys. So with every episode, we'd love to have a drink. And today we are extra festive with uh, espresso martini style, but with a gingerbread. So it's Make a it Christmas. Christmassy okay. as fuck. So it's a gingerbread espresso martini. So I have an espresso in it. I have whipped vanilla vodka, Kahlua, and then I found this gingerbread liquor that's like a cream liquor. Liquor. Liquor that I put in with it as well. It smells like Christmas. Oh my gosh. I'm just melting. And then I garnished it with a cute little gingerbread um, cup garnish that you can get at Trader Joe's. I was wondering where you got these. I was at Trader Joe's the other day and I thought of you. And I tried looking for these and I couldn't find them. Probably sold out because they're so amazing. Probably. I've been drinking them on alcoholic drinks and regular coffee drinks. So wow. I will let you have first sip, okay. Emily. You guys, it's okay. literally like nine in the morning. So we're sharing this booze drink. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's good. That's a good one. How would you explain? <laughs> does it taste like gingerbready? No. But not like, but does it I taste would... Christmassy? Uh, it tastes festive. I don't know if it tastes Christmassy to me, but it definitely tastes like this is a drink that you would have at wintertime holidays. Mm. It's delicious. It it has like a, a very creamy flavor to it. That's good. The espresso <coughs> ratio ratio is really good mm -hmm. with the alcohol. Thank you. There's a lot of alcohol because think about it. It's Kahlua, vodka, and the gingerbread. That's three shots Plus just yeah, the shot of espresso. That's a lot. But it, it's not overwhelming. Sometimes no. you can – it's like, ooh, that, it zings, you know? It's really smooth. It's super smooth. Oh, I want another oh, sip. Go for it, girl. Okay. It's fun to dip the little cookie in it too and like take a little bite. Okay. <gasps> My mic. Hold on, everyone. I got too excited to eat the gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yep. Not mad about it. What's that scene from Shrek where the gingerbread's leg gets eaten? That's what Emily just did. I just did that. It's delicious. Sorry, little guy. <clears throat> well, cheers. Cheers. All right. So today's episode is all about the cost of comfort. And I'm taking what I have learned in the past couple of months through frustrations of cancellations and um, just navigating a shift in my business. Um what it means to be comfortable and the negative um, aspects of that. And so ideally, we would love to keep every client that we have, but that's not the reality. I have a lot of brides and a lot of face reality clients, aka transient. So 
they come for a short period of time because they have an end goal in mind. And then once they reach that goal, they kind of transfer into something else. And so, and I would like to note too, like brides are really great, but I get it because even I had the same thing. Like you're trying to be the best version of yourself leading up to your wedding. Like the skinniest, the prettiest skin, the best hair you, you are spending money left and right. Yep. And literally after your wedding, it's called fatigue. Like I gained like I I always stay like the same weight, you guys. I gained like eight pounds after my wedding because I was getting donuts every weekend. Like you're just like I just need a fucking break for two months. So a lot of my yes. brides, like I always tell them, I'm like, you're probably gonna go MIA on me for like two to three months after yes. your wedding, and they're like, no, and I'm like, no, you will. Yep. And they if do not a little bit longer. Yeah. Some definitely come back, but it it is kind of like you can chart it with a graph almost. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and even like face reality clients too, they're so consistent. And once they kind of graduate from that boot camp program, I really try to hone in on having them come back once, once a, a month. month. That's what I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. But even with that, some fall off the wagon. Yeah. And they still, <clears throat> as, yeah, I know what you mean. They yeah. still, you still see their sales coming through for yes. retail purchases online. Yes. Like they're still restocking, but they're not coming to see us. Right. So that means there's gaps in your day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that, is something that you have to take into consideration. And so it's – You know what, Emily? Just pause. Okay. Have a sip of the espresso. Okay, I will. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another sippy. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oops, the gingerbread guy fell. Nope, I guess you're going to have to eat it. Oh, oh well. Breakfast. <laughs> I'm hungry. So with that, it's caused a lot of discomfort. And so I've kind of had to realize that part of being a business owner means that there's going to be uncomfortable – moments of insecurity of why is this happening (laughs) and you really have to learn how to take that discomfort that insecurity all of those questions and put it into fuel for your fire you have to learn how to think fast forward put systems in place and really um set yourself up for success so you don't continually hit these waves of Highs and lows. Uh, highs and lows. I think, and I, I think that's where it's like diversifying your revenue, like where yes. it's coming in. Um, you still have to be hungry. It's exhausting yes. to always be like, kind of. You have to always still promote your services, promote your before and afters, because like, I will be honest, Emily and I definitely busy, 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 busy. Yes. And then I felt like we kind of had a, we lost some clients. Yep. And we have some openings again. And so it was like, oh, fuck, we have to like yeah. re-promote ourselves. We were honestly, it was like we were an autopilot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was this bout of cancellations, lack of bookings. And I, I mean, personally, I was in the thick of it when I was like, I should have had a strategy months ago. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see this coming because I was just taking things for granted. Yeah. And that's fair. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's nice to just like feel like you're coasting because it is exhausting to always be doing stuff. Yes. But also it's a reminder like like when you're on top of that mountain, you're going to get knocked down. Yes. So you don't really want to ever hit that point because like you're just going to get comfortable like you're saying and other shit's going to – Right. At what cost is that comfort? You know, and I'm not saying that you can't have moments where you are so appreciative of where you're at. I think we should always be in a state of gratitude for our clients and our business. Um, But I think we kind of get in this mindset where we're like, I'm loyal to my clients, so that means they're going to be loyal to me. No, they got other shit going on. Exactly. Clients come and go. The economy changes. Pandemics happen, as we've learned. 
life happens. And so we have to have systems and strategies in place to keep our clients, but also bring in new clients. And um, even when it feels like, oh, I'm good. I have, you know, my books are full. I'm, I'm on that mountaintop. Well, not forever. Mm-hmm. And I think consistency is a great thing, but we always have to have it in the back of our mind that this could change. And so I think it's a fine line between the rat race of hustle, 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 and then also staying content, you know, because we want to be content. We want to be thankful and, and yes, comfortable, but at the same time, we always have to have those strategies in place to Mm -hmm. keep us moving forward and to keep those fresh clients moving in, Mm -hmm. not just in studio, but also with sales. Yeah. You know, how are we promoting ourselves on Instagram? What are we doing to showcase what these products can do for people? Mm -hmm. Because when we are busy, we need to fall back on those products, sales for people who can't come in and see us or or don't want to do the virtual client um, consultations, but just need a a product or two to help, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so I think all of this uh, can lead to stagnant thinking mm-hmm. when we just stay too comfortable. We stay stagnant. Yeah. I think there is that on. Right. Um, and when we're in that comfort zone, it's a psychological state in which a person feels at ease because they're not being tested. And typically we stay in that comfort zone because we don't want to feel the pressures of a new experience. We don't want to feel those growing pains. Growing can be scary. It's uncertain. But when we are thinking forward and thinking ahead, it requires change. And that's uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Being a business owner is going to be uncomfortable. Change means we aren't in control. And when we aren't in control, it's scary. Yeah. But we have to be in that state of being mm-hmm. almost always to some extent. <clears throat> exactly. And there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. We work hard to be comfortable, right? In our life, our personal life, we work hard to have that comfort and that ease of financial freedom. Um, however, if we stay in that comfort zone too long within our business, it can it can make us complacent. We get stuck in our mindsets and our habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we don't step out and do the things that scare us, that challenge us, that keep us growing, we miss out on opportunities. And so what does this look like for us? It's going to be different for every person. Maybe you are someone right now who is in a, a, a spa situation where you're not working for yourself, you're working for somebody else, but you feel ready to make that change because you do feel stagnant. You are too comfortable, mm-hmm. but you want to get to that next level. Okay, well, here's your challenge. It's time to step <laughs> out. 2024 is your year, right? Emily is putting some fire in your ass. Yes, I am. Let's go. But maybe, you know, you're you're similar to Mel and I where you've been in that groove for a while, but you're hitting some bumps in the road and you're like, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. like I should have been prepared for this and I'm not. And now I'm reaping the consequences of that. Mm-hmm. What are some things that I can do to help myself? And these are just things that have helped me. And I want you to chime in too, Mel, because you always have like great ideas. Thank you. Um, but first and foremost, like we have been preaching the past few episodes, you are never too big to go back to the basics. You have to keep those in the forefront of your business and go back to them frequently. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you first started doing to, that- to grow that clientele? Mm-hmm. Go back to that. Yeah. That's the first and foremost thing I would say. And, you know, what helps with that is before and after photos. Yes. <clears throat> or video of you doing the treatment. Take as much content as you possibly can. And also make sure that you're hashtagging your posts because the thing I, okay, so the thing I like about Instagram is I think it's really good for if you're trying to get people in your chairs or your beds mm-hmm. because 
Instagram does a really good algorithm of like, you know, local areas. Like I could hashtag like Minneapolis esthetician and a whole bunch of estheticians will show up in my neighborhood, yes. right? Or Minneapolis facial or Minnetonka facial. I think, you know, pick five hashtags, do location specific kind of tags with them because people will be looking in your area. TikTok is great if you're looking for a broader audience. I would say more influencer or, or content creation focus. So if you're looking to grow your business more, I would say an influencer level, TikTok's gonna be great for that. Yep. Instagram's gonna be great for filling your your your, your appointments with, with real clients. So if you can't do both and your books are not full, I would start with Instagram. Yep. And eventually, once you get that conquered. <laughs> then add TikTok. Exactly. And on top of that too, you need to be checking your SEOs. So your search engine, what are the the keywords that are being searched for the treatments that you're providing and put those into your captions mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that also helps yep. with glow to facial, yes. pro cell micro channeling. Like again, I try not to do more than five hashtags per post, but I always like use when I do the, if I, I do post, I always do the skin distillery. I always do like Minnesota or Minnetonka esthetician. I'll do like the treatment that I'm doing and maybe one other or two other things. Yep. That's a really good reminder. I'm mm -hmm. not always the greatest yeah, with hashtags. I, I just had a reminder on an episode I was yeah. listening to from somebody else. And idea. I was like, this is why hashtags are important, especially if you're looking to draw people in your area to your business. Yes. And man, Instagram, social media in general, you got to stay up with the times. Mm -hmm. Things are constantly changing. At one point, hashtags were not helpful. And now I feel like they are. And so it's just like, oh, my word. <laughs> I mean, I use them all the time. Like when I'm yeah. looking for like, I'm trying to find like awesome Christmas yes. bars yes. to go to it's Minneapolis. So I'm typing in like Minneapolis Christmas. And yes. Because I want to find something in Minneapolis. Yeah. So again, you think people aren't doing it, but people are freaking people doing are it. People are doing it. And and I just said the same thing. And it's a good reminder. There you go. This is a good reminder to me too. Hey, okay. Girl, hey. Let's hashtag everybody. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Um, okay. The second thing I would maybe suggest is invest in a business mentor. Mm. Maybe you're feeling stuck in, in not just like booking clients, but how to just grow your business in general. Like maybe you don't have that community of estheticians around you and you just need somebody who's like, uh, accountability. accountability. Buddy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Someone who is doing better than you and who does this for a living invest in business owners. Like mm -hmm. they know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. So maybe setting up a session or two just to help get some brainstorming at you know, opportunities flowing. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Like do it. it's worth the money. I mean, it is because if you're going to spend money on something like that, I think it makes you more accountable. Also, if I had to check in back with somebody and I hadn't done any of the stuff that I was told to do, like, again, it, it's just yes. going to make me more accountable. We just paid for some programming that we just have not had time to even like right. finish training. And that's like on our must do to do list mm -hmm. during our holiday break yep. um, before our big January business trip on laying things out for the lounge for 2024. Yeah. So like yeah. we get it. It's it's the time of year. It's really busy. It's the holiday season. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to do all these things now, but it's just like Start thinking for 2024. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or like, you know, literally tell yourself, okay, the second Wednesday of every month, that day I don't work. And that day is specifically meant for me to take my computer and go to a coffee shop all day or work at my house, literally work on like stuff for, for my business, business, whether it's goal planning, whether it's a mentor, whether content, it's, yeah, do it. And also like another thing to remember too, yeah. is 
we have to stay humble. We are never too big to ask for help. Reach out to your community. Reach out to other estheticians that you follow, that you feel are approachable, who would be willing to help get some brainstorming sessions going or just give you some tips on what they've done to yeah. help themselves. Like, ask the questions. Ask the questions. I mean, Emily and I are – the whole point of the Skin Distillery Lounge is to create a community of – estheticians that are empowered and confident and growing their business. So our goal is to share the secrets and the tea yes. and and also <clears throat> the 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 hard things. Like it's not always easy coming on here being like, "Hey, guess what? I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm definitely nowhere near I where I want to be booked for December. I have tons of gaps." But I, I also want to remind you there is a recession on the rise. Yes. And I talked to a hairstylist that was doing hair during the recession of like 2009 and <clears throat> it will be interesting to see what happens but this is where i'm like people might not choose to do the in-studio service and so maybe they'll choose to buy the product instead exactly. and this is why you need to diversify your income mm -hmm. yes and that was another thing that i had on here is what are ways that you can diversify your income how can you get people in your studio without having them be in your studio, so to speak, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you're going to have to get creative and you're going to find, have to find a few niches where this is where you can thrive. Um, and again, that's going to look different for everybody, but you have to think outside of the box mm -hmm. and we can't stay comfortable and expect the same results to happen. So what's been working for me up to this point has clearly worked, but now it's not. And so I got to shift things around. I got to mix it up and go back to all of what I just said. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it. Yeah. And we we just, we can't take it for granted. We become a well-oiled machine, which is awesome, but sometimes machines have glitches. Yeah. And um, I think too, when you are an esthetician who has a lot of brides, who has a lot of face reality clients or people who are just kind of in programs out of programs, you know, we set those up for a reason and they do progress out of them which is great which is nice because i honestly love new blood yes um i think it i get ex i get like it's weird i get like anxious when i get a yes, new client like it's like butterflies and nervous it's like a first date but also really exciting because i get to like show my knowledge mm -hmm. because my regulars are just like whatever they'll just do whatever i want i feel like yeah. we're like it's fun to have some new client to try Keeps to win over toes. exactly mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. And so I think something that can help you as well is look at the trends in your bookings and think forward like, okay, how many face reality clients are onboarding and how many are going to be graduating? How many brides are just booking and how many are going to be, be getting married this quarter? Mm -hmm. You have to plan now for your future months. So when that transition is happening, you already have new blood coming in to take their place. So it takes a lot of intentionality and action on our parts to keep that well-oiled machine going. But once you kind of find the rhythm of things and the strategy and the patterns, it's going to be really helpful for you to put a plan in place on how you're going to move forward. And also things that you can do to help keep those clients in your studio booking appointments again once they've graduated and moved on from the boot camps or the bridal sessions is follow up with email, come up with a new game plan and a new strategy to keep their skin good. That um, or ask for referrals. Or ask for referrals. You can update them with a new product regimen, a new treatment, add, new treatment, a thank you note for them participating, and just like a, 
another game plan for them, right? Mm -hmm. They came to you for a specific game plan. Now they've graduated from that. Mm -hmm. Let's come up with a new game plan. One that's maintainable for them. Mm -hmm. One that they can do. Maybe they're not coming in once a month, but they can come in every other month, every quarter, you know, and that's still keeping them as a client. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that I think we are finding to be helpful for us is planning events according to the season. So we have a big bridal event coming up in January after all of our holiday engagements. We're going to talk about that more in the future, but it's a way to target new brides. Our ideal client. Our ideal client. We love working with brides. And I feel like we can speak to them really well because we did wedding makeup for so many years in the industry. So we know what we want the skin to look like for the wedding day. Specifically, we know. I also was a bride. Like I feel like because of that and then on top of that being an esthetician, we really know how to get you wedding ready. Yes. Prepped from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Not just And we enjoy doing these. And I enjoy working with these clients because I will say they're committed. Yes. So – Again, we like last year we were pretty booked up and so we didn't really do a push for bridal, right. but like this year we want to do something big. Yeah. We have the glow to facial. We really want to, we want to push some packages, like really create this fun event for bride specific. And I think after the event, I think we'll share with you guys what we did. Yes. So if you're wanting to create something, maybe an acne event, yep. maybe a bride event in your area go for it. So we'll be sharing more about that later. But yeah, we don't normally do a ton of events. But But there are some times where I think it just fits. It just fits. And everyone's a little bit different. So we're not doing events all the time, but we've had a few this year and it's been helpful. It's been been actually really helpful. Yes. Um, And we don't do memberships, but for some people, memberships are a great way Mm -hmm. to keep clients consistent. Yeah. Um, so that's something to consider as well. And then the last thing that I have is make sure that you're investing in new equipment and fresh facial concepts. Like how are you staying on top of the trends? I'm not saying you have to invest in everything that's coming out, Yeah. but maybe every, when's the last time that you really invested in something new for Mm -hmm. your business? Mm -hmm. You don't have to spend a ton of money if you want to go for it. But it could be something, you know, it's funny. My topic, you guys, is like kind of similar to Emily's, but different. Like there's parts that we'll repeat on, but it's fine because it's end of year and you start thinking for 2024. Yes. But like even just simple things like how could I elevate my client's experience in the treatment room? you know what? I'm going to have a signature scent always running yes. in my diffuser or I'm going to get the, that bed warmer finally or I'm going to get a really nice steamer or I'm going to have a little fridge full of cold drinks for my clients to grab when they leave. Whatever the case may be yep. to just enhance Something. their experience. Or maybe it's I'm going to invest in a glow to facial or micro channeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it can be big or small, but something that is just keeping your client's um, feeling special. Yeah. And like, like you see them, I want to invest because I care about you, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? So that's, that's all I have. I love it. This was a great episode. Thank you. Kind of gets people thinking for end of year and to change perspective into 2024. Yes. And as always, if you guys have ideas on this topic, like please send a voice memo, leave a note in the comments. Like Mm -hmm. we love to hear from you guys because we really are in this together. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, us leading the way it's yeah. us doing this with you and just sharing things that we're learning on our on our journey as estheticians. I love <laughs> so, it. Great episode. Have a great week everyone. Cheers. Cheers.
Hey, it's Mel here. Did you like today's episode? I hope you did. And if you did, if you could take the time to leave us a review via our podcast, that would be amazing. There is a section below um, after you've listened to the show that you can rank our show and you can also write us a message of what you thought of the show. That would be great because the more reviews we get, it allows other people to find us more easily on this platform. And we want to keep creating content for you. And in order to do so, we need the love and support. So if you can take the time today to leave us a review, we would appreciate it. And we hope to hear from you.